Now back to First Up with Karolnik and Koliakovo on TSN 1050. You ain't first, you're last. What do you figure just prompted all these moves happening so quickly and so early? Well, we try to ruin the trade deadline shows. That's the biggest thing in Toronto. We, we just like to watch those guys talk about nothing for about three hours on the trade deadline day. So That is Such Bill Armstrong. comment to make, honestly. That is Bill Armstrong of the Arizona Coyotes, their general manager yesterday following the trade of Jacob Chikrin to the Ottawa Senators and James Duthie is a guy who is universally beloved at TSN, probably by his family, his friends. You know, he's one of those rare guys that everybody seems to like, unlike you and I, Coco. A lot of people hate us. Maybe not so much you, but me anyways. Yeah, you for for sure. For whatever reason, Bill Armstrong is not a fan of James Duthie, and that is shocking news. James, I know you're on the line. Is there something you did to Bill Armstrong at some point in time that made him dislike you so much? Well, Bill and 31 others, apparently. Um, <laughs> no, you know, this one hurt, uh, AK, because Billy and I spent some time together. We were on the same uh, gym schedule at the World Juniors in Halifax, uh, really? which sounds like a comment where I said, like, I work out, eh? But uh, so I was always in the gym with Bill, and uh, we shared a lot of laughs. thought we really bonded. And uh, I actually texted him after that comment last night. And he gave me the laughy, you know, the laughy, crying, laughing face back. So he was targeting me there. You know what, targeting, James? As I, you know, in the NHL's penalty. I think he was intimidated by your jackedness in the gym because you're just <laughs> yeah, so jacked. I do not think so. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee you that was. But but look, I, I know he's poking fun at you and and the trade deadline day, but. As this they is, should. Let's, and, you know, and, they should really. Let's let's be honest. Like it's. And I think no, see, James, you're wrong. You're wrong. What? Because here's the thing. I've been preaching this for a couple of years now, that the NHL should step in and say here, look, our broadcast holders spend a lot of time and do a great job putting on a great production, and we should make more people want to tune into that show and watch trades happen. And I think the GMs and the people around the league – should appreciate that. Like, you're trying to sell the game. And what do you think people do on trade deadline day? Of course they watch us because they want to see their NHLTs make trades. I, I 100% agree, but I don't think in this particular case you can make, when you're talking about the building of a team, I don't know how you could logistically actually say, don't, don't do the trades now. I mean, let's, let's not get Ryan O'Reilly for well, we'll let you have them, but you can't do it until trade deadline. So you got you know got to go six more games without him or whatever. Right? It's just I don't think they'd ever go for it. But I agree with you that it would be. Uh, I, I think the more viable one to turn into a real TV show that they could sell better at, is Free Agent Frenzy, because in a case like that, you know, you could get. I'd love to see you know all the GMs in a room or kind of like the draft floor, right? Where they're or the doing board it. of governors meeting. Right, you know, no, just have everybody there uh, as they're signing guys and such, and you know, maybe have all the big free agents there. That you could do because it all happens on, you know, July first, sort of at the same time. But I'm with you, Carlo. I mean, I wish they all waited. Uh, certainly, in back in the day, it would happen more often that it would come yeah. down to the, the last few hours and the last days. But Forty-eight I think hour rule. 
There should be a 48-hour rule in the <laughs> like league that, that, that if like you don't that. make the trade before the 48-hour rule, you have to wait till trade deadline day to, to make it. I will say this one, it's been like this. We always forget year to year. You forget what it was like. It's been like this for, for the most part. There are exceptions in some years where things go down on the last day, but basically for the last you know, five years to a decade, most of the bigger trades have happened beforehand. I think this is probably the top as far as the sheer volume. I don't think we've crossed more names off a trade bait list in one year, but <laughs> I, I don't, but I, and I, it's funny, like Billy Armstrong jokes, but sometimes I think some of the, some of the times they do it, obviously the big deals you want to get done when you want to get done. And, but, but there are some GMs I know who, who purposely try to get done so they can sit with their feet up and watch and watch us squirm. A <laughs> uh, text are writing in ten fifty fifty. Duffy didn't include Bill Armstrong in his book. Ooh. That's why he took a shot at him. I mean, beauties. I mean, you included Koliakovo, JD, but not Bill Armstrong. That could be a reason yeah, I think for some of his enemies. You know, hockey players yeah. more than any other athletes, they keep vendetta, <laughs> so that could be it. So, I mean, look at the trade bait list. You're going to have guys like James Van Riemsdyk, maybe JT Miller, maybe Max Domi, maybe Tyler Bertuzzi, and we'll get to him in just a moment. But there are many people in the hockey world, really, and just the world in general, J.D., are looking forward to the release of your new song. I imagine Lester McLean had a big voice in it as well. And apparently there's going to be some kind of teaser video released tonight. What can you tell no, us? What inf- we're, we're oh, you're going to release it tonight. tonight. Okay, this is my All right. way. Uh, even though it's not really getting even with the GMs because the GMs don't care about, um, you know, what we do. <laughs> but I said, you know, if the GMs are going to get all the deals done before, we'll release our stuff before. So I think in the least first intermission wow. tonight. <laughs> How does Dryden feel song, about that? We're going to put the whole song out there. How does Steve Dryden feel about that? Uh, whatever. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll play it like four times. Like four okay, times. so okay, so aired on, on Trade Center tomorrow as well. But I think we'll give uh, we'll give Leaf fans a preview of the song that the uh, the song in its entirety. Uh, Hugo and Willow right now are in a like this should be a pay per view battle over a mitten. That, uh, <laughs> a mitten really. Did we oh, lose we might him? Have lost JD. Yeah, we might yeah. Have lost JD. All right. I, well, we'll, we'll get think, him back. I think the dogs hung up the phone. Yes, as as <laughs> he was trying to. As he was trying to, to separate the dogs from the mitten, I think the phone dropped and the dogs ate it. I think that's what the, happened. The dogs for Duthie, every time he comes on the show, are very similar to Chris Johnston and the you know signal going off in his car, right? You can guarantee <laughs> that that is something that is going to happen at some point in a conversation with J.D. every Thursday, and yeah. uh, this morning is, uh, is no exception. We'll bring J.D. back on the line. Oh, J.D.'s back. James, uh, who won the battle was, uh, as far as your dogs? It was a violent confrontation <laughs> that this phone call suffered by. And the phone was yanked from my hand, flew through the air, disconnected. I was on the ground wrestling. I'm, I apologize to all your all listeners. Good, this far too often. All good, uh, What were we talking about? Um, oh, the song. Yeah, so... Um, it's uh, I, I gave you. I told you guys last week. I gave you the sneak peek that we were doing it. Uh, I'll give you a little more today. It's a song about tanking. I think we we've been spending so much time talking about these elite teams, particularly in the East, and the, all the moves they've been making. This arms race. That I said time to think about the other side of this story, which is all those teams at the bottom that desperately want to finish last. Billy Armstrong included. And uh, so the song is about um, it's about the efforts to finish last, and it stars uh, Jeff O'Neill 
as an NHL general manager, oh my God. desperately trying to tank to get the best odds at Connor Bedard. That's All and right. it's kind of a country, a kind of a country jingle this year. Oh, country nice. jingle! All right, JD, you're, you've got a great voice. You know, you have a lot of great talents, great family, great broadcaster. Your voice is good. I'm sure Lester McLean also part of the whole. Oh, Lester the, uh, was obviously huge. Nice. I, I sing tunes, and I can. The, I should play you guys. I did a little bit on the podcast. The uh, the voicemails that I send Lester because I can't write music <laughs> per se, but I can write tunes. So I, I I send him like a song of me singing. And then I sent him another version of me humming like the guitar, and he, I, I'm like, "Okay, guitar strum now." <laughs> and then that's how, that's how Taylor Swift does it. it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's songwriting process. So it's it's funny, JD. I had no idea that you did songs in the past because I was playing in those years when you when you did them. Right. And I just recently watched "Don't Take My Goal Away." Oh my God! I was I was in tears. I was in tears laughing because. O-Dog, Noodles, and Marty Baron, like, <laughs> literally could have been a boy band. They that literally be, could have been a boy ode, band. That was our ode to NSYNC and, and everybody else. And uh, don't uh, Puck Over Glass was a uh, kind of a gospel choir thingy. And then uh, Don't Take My Goal Away, I wanted to do a boy, a boy band ode. And it, I hadn't watched it in a long time either until I pulled it up this week for the same reason, making that promo. And, it's probably one of the creepiest things we've ever done. It's very strange. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what you guys have cooking tonight on the Leafs and Flames broadcast on TSN4, a broadcast, J.D., that starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Trade Center begins at 8 a.m. the next day. How concerned are you that some of your panelists either won't show up or will be a little bit tired? Come tomorrow morning. Well, you know who I'm most concerned about. Mm. <laughs> yes, the guy who I put do. an advertisement out to get a stunt double in to replace him <laughs> on the panel. He'd be at he the may be on overdrive. List, yeah. Followed closely by MJ, Mike Johnson, who is, uh, along with Gord Miller, taking a red eye uh, home from Calgary. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I think Noodles is doing something similar. I'm not sure where Noodles is tonight. Um, well, Ottawa's in might, New York. Ottawa's yeah, in Noodles New York. is in New York for the Kane game. So Noodles yeah. doesn't have his big travel. But, uh, yeah, Gordon MJ will leave uh, the rink in Calgary after the Leafs game, get on a red eye, and come straight to studio, essentially. So, uh, And selfishly, I'm most concerned about myself because, uh, as you guys know, I'm a, a bit of a, a, a diva who requires at least, you know, six or seven hours sleep to be functional as a human the next day. And I'm going to get about wow. four tonight. So it's so going here, to be just add to the festivities and how, uh, how goofy it's going to be. Right. Here's what I'm wishing for you. No overtime and no 12 to 20 man shootout afterwards. <laughs> we do. go into like two, three o'clock in the we morning. Will, you might we, as will well be sleep there. we will be begging for that. Only, only the playoffs <laughs> where we beg more for no overtime. Um, yeah, I, you know what? It, it's all good. Uh, it's one day. Uh, I, I joke a lot on, on Twitter about, you know, I send out those, those gifts and memes about how I'm, uh, suicidal because of all the trades, but I kind of look, honestly, guys, I kind of look at it. I go in expecting no trades. That's my best way of looking at it. And so any trade for me is a bonus. And I go in thinking we're just going to have to spend the entire 10 hours filling and recapping. But the one thing I would say this year is that there's so much to chew on, not just with the Leafs. I mean, we could do two hours on the Leafs themselves, but mm-hmm. all those teams in the East and, and all the moves that have been made, I, I just think there's, there's a, it, it's a fun day to have 
every basic commentator on the network come in. That never happens. And uh, for me to just sit there and listen to all you guys uh, chew on all these topics and have opinions on who had the best deals. So um, it, it, it's actually a, a lot of fun. At 10 hours or 9 hours or whatever the heck it is is a little long, but uh, we'll get through it. James Duffy, the host of TSN's Trade Center, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., also the host of the Leafs Hockey on TSN. It's the Flames and the Maple Leafs tonight at 9 p.m. J.D., you're in touch with the insiders. You know, LeBron will give you a little bit of a nugget, maybe Dreger or Chris Johnston. Is there one name you think that may be on the trade bait board, maybe not on the trade bait board, who could become a central focus for Trade Center tomorrow? I wish I had a big one. I, I, I don't. If you ask, ask me that question every year, AK, I could probably give you a name. I do not. Like Eric Carlson would be the one. I just don't. You know, he pretty much kiboshed it the other day. Yeah. So, so you know, all the other guys, the James Van Riemsdyks are there. I, I would love the idea. I think there will probably be a trade featuring, uh, you know, not a superstar. But maybe a uh, a prominent player that hasn't been mentioned. That usually happens on, on deadline where somebody who hasn't necessarily been mentioned gets dealt. Now, could be a third line center or something like that. But there will be a couple that surprise us. It always yeah. happens that way. But I couldn't I couldn't truthfully come on here and give a name <laughs> that you know is going to shock the world because I, the insiders are too good. And yeah. if if there's a name out there, they've mentioned it somewhere along the way. So I'm glad you said the insiders are too good because you basically teed me up for my next question, James. You watch a lot of these Netflix documentaries, right? The golf, full swing, the Formula One F-Series. Wouldn't somebody, wouldn't it be a genius idea? Maybe this is something you could help produce. A documentary of the way the insiders operate on trade deadline day or even free agency day. Because I've tried to tell people, like, I have an amazing appreciation for the insiders and the way they operate because, like, I try to help them a lot with a lot of my contacts and give them information that sort of leads them in certain directions. But isn't wouldn't it be amazing for the real world to actually understand the life of an insider? Yeah, and again, I think it would be impossible for... I think you could do more than that and do the entire thing, you know, do if you, if you had the money for like, like that Netflix show has uh, free agency day would probably be, again, be the day because it's, you can follow them for the week or so before, and you could have cameras in with different general managers who are expected to make prominent signings. And you could have cameras with the prominent free agents and the players trade deadlines, always more trickier again, because you don't know exactly uh, who's in it and who's going where, but uh yeah, I mean, who's not going to pay? Who's not going to click on for a, a nine-part series on LeBron where you see, you know, an intimate stuff in his house, <laughs> oh, you know, showering for the, the day, showering. Kind of who, who doesn't yeah. want that? The hard James for maybe wasn't as great an idea as you thought. Uh, no, James, I mean, would, James, I, would you rather uh, see a Netflix documentary on the Insiders or a Netflix documentary on Carlo Koliakovo's 40th birthday party, which we were all in attendance for? I think it it would be a lot like Firefest. You know? <laughs> that, Which that, one? My party that, or the, the the big the just thing that went horribly horribly wrong and turned into pure carnage? That's the way I felt when I walked out of the place at like midnight. The saddest thing about uh, Carlo's party, uh, and it was a great party. Like it's honestly the best. I was blown away when I walked in there. The single greatest 40th birthday party I've ever been to. Carlo Thanks, and Carlo, and the Appreciate little cheesecake that. thingies I uh, were just ridiculous. But anyway, bar? Yeah. Um, the saddest thing, AK is that Carlo's party happened on the day that we filmed the 
highly anticipated by nobody except me uh, music video. And so the only reason that Carlo was not, is not in the band that you will see featured tonight is that it was his birthday. And so in many ways, I think, in retrospect, when he sees this work of art, he will say that his birthday party was not worth it. I can't. Oh, really I can't. Sad. I can't wait to see that. And I, it's it's hard for me to say my birthday wasn't worth it because it was an epic time. And I'm so glad you came. And I'm so glad AK came and when, everybody uh, else that was there. When Duffy walked in, I mean that was a very exciting moment. Did you see the I ovation? Remember, well, I mean everyone turned. It's like whoa, there's James. Duff. I was very excited. I may have had like 30 tequila drinks by that time. I may have I added know, to you my didn't excitement. Notice me because when I walked in, you were like. A circling six young ladies on the dance floor. Circling yeah. six long, young ladies. Like Did you see the video of him getting tossed up in the air, JD? <laughs> I yeah, I great stuff. That. Great time. It was like my bar mitzvah all over again, James. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, best of luck tonight. Best of luck tomorrow. We'll be watching. We'll be listening. And uh, I will just be standing on the side in case you know you need any relief. Although I'm sure Frankie Corrado will be more than equipped to handle it. Uh, so when, there, when, is the, when is the music video being debuted? Intermission tonight? Uh, it'll be, uh, if you're watching the Leafs game tonight, I think we're going to do it in the first intermission. Unless, right. look, if the Leafs make three more trades today, obviously we care about the hockey fans <laughs> and we might have to stick it in the pregame or something. But uh, And then it'll, well, it'll be out on, on Twitter and all your favorite social medias around the same time. So what would that Not be, real. like nine, maybe 9.30, 9.30, 9.45-ish tonight? And then it'll be on Trade Center tomorrow as well. And uh, it is, uh, it's an epic performance by by, uh, one Jeff O'Neill, as well as the other band members. It might be O's greatest single performance, which is something. That is saying a lot. All right, James, thank you for doing this. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, guys, take care. That's James Dotty, TSN, Trade Center, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. I cannot wait for the first intermission tonight's Leafs broadcast on TSN4. I'm sure they'll also be discussing the big Jacob Chikrin trade from Arizona to Ottawa. We'll talk to Ian Mendes from The Athletic out in Ottawa in about nine minutes as the third hour first up continues here on TSN 1050.